Hey there, when you think Klein Alley Show, you think easy, right? Mainly because of our looks, yes. But now when you think easy, you should think San Bernardino International Airport. Because San Bernardino International Airport is the best way to fly out of SoCal. Yes, we did it recently, and it was an easy, convenient experience. In fact, our friend Johnny on the show took his first flight out of San Bernardino International Airport. It's the easiest way to get out of Southern California. Trust us. Plus, parking is just five bucks a day. El Chipo loves that. And now, a brand new episode of Klein Alley Show. Hey there, when you think Klein Alley Show, you think easy, right? Mainly because of our looks, yes. But now when you think easy, you should think San Bernardino International Airport. Because San Bernardino International Airport is the best way to fly out of SoCal. Yes, we did it recently, and it was an easy, convenient experience. In fact, our friend Johnny on the show took his first flight out of San Bernardino International Airport. It's the easiest way to get out of Southern California. Trust us. Plus, parking is just five bucks a day. El Chipo loves that. And now, a brand new episode of Klein Alley Show. This is the world-famous K-Rock. Thank God it's Friday! On a Friday morning here, the world-famous K-Rock, later this morning, Sum 41 will be joining us on the show. Tickets will go on sale for their Southern California show. We'll get you tickets to that show right before those tickets go on sale and put you on a standby list so you can travel to Paris and see them at a sold-out venue. I think the largest music venue in all of Europe, is that right? That show that's happening in Paris with them? something yeah, massive. So it is. We'll, it's we'll, the biggest, yeah, biggest venue in, in Europe. That's all coming up. I'm sorry to cut you off earlier on the phones. We love the interaction. 800-520-1067. What's going on? Because I'm really a fan. How old are you? I'm 12. This is like that show we're watching. She's probably 35. Yeah. <laughs> See, only a 35-year-old would find that funny, Allie, not a 12-year-old. <laughs> okay. You can vote and everything, I can't can- you? I've been listening to it because my dad showed me it when we've been listening to it every single morning. Well, your dad is a good man. It's very important that you educate the next generation with good content Mm -hmm. in the morning. And that means that you will be a listener of ours, hopefully for your entire life. Yeah. What is something that you've learned from listening to us? Uh, Very pointless stuff, but good. (laughs) Yep, that's the right show. All right, thank you for making us feel great about ourselves. Have a wonderful weekend, and thanks for calling. You as well. Bye. Uh, And tell your dad he's a good person. All right. Youth is kind of overrated, Allie, right? Let's be honest. No, I would agree with that. You don't realize the things you'll learn from this show until 20 years from now, and all of a sudden you'll be like, that's what they were talking about. That shaped my childhood. Now I get it. we got a lot to get to this hour on the show. Love the interaction. 800-520-1067 for you to call, text, and or join what we got. Man, there's a lot of comments about Uncrustables. Uncrustables, I eat them almost every single day. They're the best pre-workout meal ever. 805 said now there are multiple flavors of Uncrustables. What other flavors could there be? It's PB&J. They do have taco Uncrustables. What? Yeah, and they also have for people who are higher, even higher. The- <laughs> yeah, if you're too high, yeah, if you go you're to the not stuff. high enough. And also, uh, they have grape, obviously standard, but then they also have strawberry. Oh, so you got I know that people as get well. precious about the flavor of jelly on a perfect PBJ. So, uh, well, you uh, if you if you're an Uncrossable fan, you found your show. Let's uh, get into this hour with some gorillas de la soul, and then we will. Uh, I don't know. Is this the hour? Are we having that doctor on to deal with Jake's hoarding or no? Is that coming up this oh, hour? Oh, yeah. I think that is this hour. Jake, we've got a guy that's an expert at all things hoarding. I I'm think he's, fine. he's on that show Hoarders. And I'm not a hoarder. Well, he's going to tell you if you are once and for all. So that's coming up and much more this hour on K-Rock. Here we go. K-Rock, it's Klein Alley Show. I do not like this time of the week because it means the box of shame has been brought into the K-Rock studios. And the box of shame is full of all of our deepest, darkest, most shameful stories 
secrets and things, you think about your own life, do a little self-evaluation for a moment. You've got some things that happened to you, maybe in Vegas or in college or while you were drinking or fighting, whatever, and you feel ashamed about them and you hope that they never get brought up again. You definitely don't want to share them with a large group of people. And for some dumb reason, the box of shame was started here many years ago. Whenever we do something shameful in our lives, we put it in there. We hope it never gets pulled out and read publicly. But when it does, we must defend ourselves and our shameful actions. We've learned a lot about each other. Yeah, like Klein stole sandwiches from homeless people. I made sandwiches at a sandwich-making bar, did not realize it was to for the homeless. They didn't advertise that up front, or I guess maybe they said they sent an email about it. I didn't read the email. <laughs> so I thought it was just like a fun little thing they were doing at this... That's all make sandwiches and then eat them. Yeah. That's what you thought. <laughs> yeah. That's, giant, that's what you thought the event was. They had giant tubs of peanut butter and jelly. Oh, man. And everyone we got to get a peanut butter and jelly in here. Everyone was making them. And by the way, it, I didn't even know I wasn't supposed to eat it until they made the announcement in front of the whole room. <laughs> Can you please not eat the sandwiches? They're for the homeless. <laughs> and I had a mouthful of sandwiches <laughs> and was standing at a place where a lot of people were looking at me. Right. But we're not going to judge it because it was box of shame. Thank you. Yeah. You want me to talk about the time you crapped in the street and picked it up with a dog bag, Allie? Uh, that was in an alleyway, and so, yeah, I do feel shame about that, but you know what? I picked it up. You're a responsible <laughs> cell phone. It's time for tell you. the uh, box of shame. Curb your go. alleys, everyone. Here we go. The box. Oh, what's in the box? Of shame. I got shame. it. Shame. 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 All right, this person, not my handwriting, happy to say, because I can actually read it. That's how I know it's not mine. Oh. This person, oh my God. I feel like I know who this is. Really? This person knocked over a child at Disneyland. Oh my God. I don't think I've ever done that. Made the child cry. Oh. Not me. It's not you, Klein? Oh, I thought it was you. It's not you? No, it's I thought not this me. was your writing. Not me? No, definitely not me. Maybe Johnny or Vanessa? I don't think... Omar? That wouldn't be you, would it? Listen. Oh, listen. no. Listen. <laughs> knocked over a child and made her cry? You know, it's funny, there but was... Omar's shameful stories always involve knocking people over. He, Mary punched the homeless guy one time about the quarter. He I didn't no punch him. About the quarter. He knocked over the uh, security guard when he stole the shoes from Mervyn's or whatever. And then he got into a fight with a guy at a DJ thing, didn't you? Oh, yeah, he knocked he over a table. Oh, yeah, I did do that. I flipped over a table. Every one of yeah. his stories, he's knocking something Man, over. you're kicking ass over there. Gravity yeah. is your friend, Omar. What this happened? One, this one was an accident. She so, had a <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I uh, went to Disneyland, I don't know, a couple weeks ago, and, you know, typical dad, I want to be prepared, so I have this huge backpack on with water, oh. snacks for the kids, and also oh, uh, sweaters. And it is a pretty, it's packed, okay? Is so it one of those like ones that's big... like, it comes out like three or four feet, and then it's yeah, got like it's... all the sweaters dangling from it, like you've clipped them all on, like you're... No, all the sweaters are in there. Oh, okay. So it's like, it's like, but it's pretty solid. I've seen these it's people solid. at Disneyland, and I think to myself... It they looks take... like they're going backpacking. Yeah, it looks like they're climbing Everest. Yeah. And you go like, uh, <laughs> that's the Matterhorn, that's not Everest over there. You yeah. don't have yeah. to actually use any gear, but they bring like almost like luggage, so they wouldn't even be allowed on the airplane with it, it's so exactly. big. Exactly, okay. 
Okay. I like to be prepared. And also, like, you know, it, it, some snacks, they do alleviate the cost, right? So I like to, I like to have a lot of stuff, you know, on me. Waters and, and so forth. Uh, so we're in line at Pirates of the Caribbean. Or my, my family's in line at Pirates of the Caribbean. And I was out actually getting churro for the kids. Because <laughs> yeah, right. uh, they didn't want any of the lame snacks. <laughs> exactly. They didn't want the bananas. Oh, you brought bananas? <laughs> uh, yeah, I brought uh, kids, bananas. Those, like, don't last <laughs> in a backpack for more than five yeah. minutes. And by the way, good luck walking by the churro cart at Disney and be like, don't worry, I got saltines in here. I got bananas. Yeah. Like, Whatever, Dad, you They're suck. Like, Go get the churro. Yeah. So the kids are in line, and my wife's in line at the Pirates of the Caribbean, and uh, the move, the line moves a lot faster than I thought. So I had to ask the little Disneyland person, "Hey, can I uh, bypass the line, you know, and unhi- unhitch, you know, the uh, r- the chain there?" And they're all like, "Yeah, yeah, go ahead." So I do that move once, and and uh, no harm, no foul. And then I get to where the line actually is, and I do that move, and I pull the chain out, and I'm trying to get into the line, and I really abruptly like make a turn, and I just send this girl flying oh, and <laughs> into the crowd on the ground, and uh, she starts like, just bawling, and everybody's like looking at me like, what the hell are you doing, man? I mean, and, those uh, turns, too, when you turn with a backpack like that oh, at that velocity, I mean, you yeah. really can knock somebody out. Sure. Those things, yeah, and you were totally, probably turning dude. right around so you could rebuckle the thing. Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly what I was doing. And you're trying, to be un- you're trying to be on. Un- Conspicuous because you're yes. doing the whole like s- cutting the line thing. How old was the girl you killed, Omar? <laughs> I didn't kill her. Oh. <laughs> she just she just fell down a little bit. Uh, she was I don't know nine ten something like that. Yeah, <laughs> cute little girl, yeah. but uh, yeah, not anymore. She, and, 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 <laughs> yeah, she was. Cute. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so and then, then the entire time she was like, oh, "We're in line." She's like side, eye, you know, giving me the side eye the entire time, man. <laughs> you didn't have to do I was it. just like. You don't have to deal with the angry parents that are like. No, no, no. I mean, the the, the parents um, understood. She was actually uh, she when she fell. She's like Jesus, man, and then she started. She said Jesus, man. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. here we go. Let's just keep track now. Omar is undefeated. He's a, he got a great record going. It's Omar beat the table. He beat the uh, the bum. He beat the security <laughs> guard at the, the mall, the and now he beat a seven year old girl. So yeah. congratulations. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> J-Rock, it's Klein Alley show on a Friday morning, and someone we believe around here is a hoarder, so let's get an expert on. Uh, this guy is a doctor, correct? That's it. I go by that, too, but I'm not real. <laughs> I may, I'm not actually a doctor, unfortunately. Pull That's all right. I'll, I'll call you doctor if you like. Oh, oh thank is you. it that easy? Yeah, I want doctor, too. No, nope, sorry. Tur- turns out it is that easy. Yeah. Allie can be a nurse. She's a lady. Let's <laughs> All right, let's get to it. I take that back. I don't stand by that statement. All right, let's get to it because we're dealing with, we believe someone working here on our show is an actual hoarder. A you, secret yeah. hoarder. A secret hoarder. They don't know a they're a hoarder. hoarder. Most hoarders don't know they're a hoarder, right? I mean, they, they kind of come up with excuses as to what they're doing and they consider it, quote, collecting. Isn't that true? Well, it really varies. We see a lot of people with hoarding disorder, and I think some of them know they have hoarding disorder, and they come in saying, look, I got this problem, I need it treated. And then there's this other group of people who make these kind of excuses or or attribute it to something else or don't quite understand what all the fuss is about, and and often they're brought in with their arm behind their, twisted behind their back by a loved one um, who really can see the problem better. So I think there's a range of insights. Some people are very aware, some people are not so aware. We have a guy we're going to bring in in a moment into our studio. We call him Jake the Nerd. He's got 
things that he also says, like rocks and pebble? Uh, what are some of the dumb things he has? Cause uh, well, I mean, I think he legit has roadkill in his collection. But but he's mm. also a, a guy who <laughs> likes oddities, right? Mm-hmm. And he'll kind of spend money on, you know, like here's a weird taxidermied snake in a jar. Mm-hmm. And he thinks it's mm-hmm. so fun and cool. But then he moved in with his girlfriend and his girlfriend was kind of like, hey, you got to get rid of some of this stuff. And sure. it, I think, you know, Based on what I was reading about you, one of the biggest indications that you could be a hoarder is if you have a really, really hard time letting go of some of this, quote, crap. You got it. I mean, that is the hallmark symptom of, of uh, hoarding. And, and, and it is important because you can't just look at a cluttered house and assume that that's because of hoarding disorder. Because as you're kind of uh, mentioning here, there's all kinds of reasons why a person might have a whole bunch of stuff. They may just be enthusiastic and like weird stuff. They could be too depressed. They could be too busy. They could be too this, too that. So we don't really start calling it hoarding disorder unless we see that throwing things away is just painful for the person, that mm-hmm. letting go is is what they just can't do. Can we just say, uh, get your professional opinion, that anyone who's collecting something that they don't want their wife or girlfriend to throw out, they have a right to keep at least a box of stuff? Well, I don't want to get into that relationship, but I will no, say... No, you don't. We don't necessarily <laughs> want to call it hoarding, right. I mean, it, it's not really hoarding until you, uh, A, can't really throw much of anything away, and you're hanging on to not just one thing, but like a lot of stuff, and the clutter has gotten to the point, and this piece is important, where you can't use your living spaces for their intended function. Ah. So you've got this piece of stuff, whatever, in your kitchen, that's fine, but I would ask you, does your kitchen still function as a kitchen? Can you still cook a meal in there? If the answer is yes, then we may not be talking about hoarding. I'd say maybe that's a clinical issue. David Tolan is on with us now, K-Rock, Director, Anxiety Disorder Center. He knows all about hoarding, so let's bring in who we believe is... A hoarder uh, entering yeah, the studio. Yeah, maybe this now. doctor can kind of diagnose whether or not Jake is a hoarding uh, case. Hey, hello. Sound How like you a hoarder? Jake the nerd. Have you already diagnosed? Yeah, I've already made my diagnosis. We're good. <laughs> oh, son of a bitch. We knew it. All right, thanks, Jake, for stopping by. Good at <laughs> Bye, Jake, doctor. I, I, so, Jake the nerd, I understand that we're supposed to discuss whether whether there's a hoarding issue here. What What do you think? I don't think so at all. Okay, tell me why you don't think so. Well, because I think they, these things are valuable. They have value. I'm not, whole, mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not collecting trash. Okay. So what, what kinds of things are you collecting? Tell me a little bit about that. I Rare stones and mm-hmm. crystals. That could be. And, and specimens. Specimens yeah. from the natural world. I have, like, you know, taxidermy, uh, a rattlesnake. I have a, a frog. Um, old, a lot of old toys. All these are dead, by I the way, a, doctor. Those are all dead. All I, right. have, I have, uh, you know, I have uh, butterflies and frames. I yeah. have uh, lots of vintage toys from the seventies and eighties. Oh, calm down, Jake. We, I he got cl- more rocks. He has taken. He's taken a lot of this stuff. I got some wood from the mountain. Hold from on, my favorite mountains. Hold I think I get it, Jake. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. No, Jake, you hold on. Wait, wait, we, wait. We've we've asked Jake to bring a lot of this stuff to a local pawn shop to get there uh-huh. uh, to see if there's any real value here. And to, what happened? To date, there has been zero dollars offered for any of this stuff. Okay. But they so, told me I could go to other places and they might buy it. Yeah, like the dumb. But so they might. So they might. But it's worth noting, right, that, Jake, you're, you view these things as very valuable. And at least one other person has looked at these and said they weren't. I'm not saying who's right or wrong. I think it's just worth said, noticing that, right? Just because they didn't want to buy it doesn't mean they're not valuable. They said I could probably get some yeah. money from somewhere else. So, so doctor, maybe, he's getting very maybe. defensive. Does that tell you something? It, it might. It might. I mean, right, again, that doesn't necessarily mean hoarding. It just means, you know, he's, he's, doesn't, he's got some pretty strong opinions about this. 
But Jake, let me ask a couple of questions if you don't mind. For starters, when you do have to let stuff go, how does that feel to you? I mean, what what happens? Is it easy? Is it hard? It's sad. It's sad. Yeah. Okay. Those what kinds my... of things does it make you sad to get rid of? All the stuff. All the stuff. My wood, my rocks. Yeah, not, my friends. Not his virginity. Mm-hmm. He's holding on to that. <laughs> so you feel really attached to this stuff, it sounds like. Well, there's some stuff I can give away. Like last night, I spent like five hours sorting Magic the Gathering cards. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. You should not tell people that. And, and I'm gonna, oh, my God. I'm going to give away, away like a, a bunch of boxes of it to the to the local shop that they can like give out to kids or whatever and ruin their lives, too. <laughs> and, and, and you're fine with that, Jake? You can let that stuff go? Totally fine with it. Okay. Now let me ask a little bit. Of, let me ask a little bit about the. You want to keep the box? Okay. Yeah, the I'm, box I'm hearing some people. <laughs> I hear. All right. I'm hearing that. That's not lost on me. Jake, let me ask you about your house. Um, uh-huh. Is there so much stuff? I understand you got a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering: is there so much stuff in there that it's hard for you to use the living spaces in the way they were originally intended? Let's talk or, about your previous. Yeah, don't. Thoughts. Yeah, because he just moved in with his girlfriend who has a new actual house, house. No problem. Uh, his, so he hasn't had a chance to clutter it up yet. No, let's talk about the last place. Yeah, we looked at his, a video of his last place before he moved out, and let me tell yeah. you, it looked like it would not have. Well, that was inhabitable. It was, yeah, it was a wreck mm. because I was trying to get everything out. And then it was crazy, but that's because I was. Dude, the walls were bl- like like black with. That uh, wasn't my fault. Mold or something. No, that was okay. uh, that was uh, like stuff from candles. Okay, so let me ask Jake: in in your previous house, could you in fact like uh, cook in your kitchen without having to move stuff? Oh, I had to move like a, a, a the dead cat. No, I had not dead cat. You know the pan. I, I moved the pan over to to cook. No, but okay. like you had access to your refrigerator, it wasn't blocked or, or there's your not stove. like Magic the Gathering cards in your stove yeah. and stuff. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. How about in your bedroom? I mean, could you sleep in your bed, or was there clutter on the bed, too? No, I sleep in my bed all the time. I stay in my okay. bed. I nap every day. And you can walk through the house, no problem? Are there, are there like, paths through the clutter that you have to use, or can you walk anywhere you path. want? There's a path. Yeah, I, I place a trail. Ah! Okay, so there's a path through the clutter. So it, so it sounds like you can't walk freely through the house. You have to stick <laughs> well, to the I'm path. Well, I'm not doing dances, but you yeah, can walk yeah. around. People can get to place to place. Now, let me ask the, the kind of the, the final question about this, Jake. Is is this enough that it's causing any problems for you in your life? That is, your social life, your work life, my, yeah, romantic my, life. Yeah, my coworkers are making fun of me for clicking Yeah, I stuff. hear that. I hear that. <laughs> well, his girlfriend will also not sleep in the same bed with him. Yeah. And uh, she's told him to get rid of most of the stuff. And well, and he's brought it to our workspace, Doctor. Right. So now he's got his works. His office is full of a lot more clutter but because he office? couldn't have it in his new living Jake, space. Can I ask you one question that this guy's too too professional Wait. to ask you? What? Yeah. How many dead animals do you currently have in your office? And in I inc- my- I include insects as well. Insects and oh, animals man. with in- insects. I don't even know. There's a bunch. Uh, <laughs> I mean, okay, fine, without insects. <laughs> Can we just say guilty, Doc, and move on? I mean, what do we have to do here? Yeah, what are you thinking? Well, I, I think that there's probably a hoarding spectrum, and Jake the Nerd, I think you're on that spectrum. I'm on the um, spectrum? I think you're on that spectrum, right? <laughs> Pull that Not the spectrum. I think you're on a hoarding spectrum, right? right. Which is, uh, I think you are somewhere in that ballpark. All I, right, I think from- what, what I'd want to know a little bit more about to really nail it and we don't have to get into it right now is just how much damage this is doing to your life it may be a little bit it may be a lot it may be none at all well i think it the enhances main, my life i think it's doing financial damage to you well and that's and that's worth noting i that's don't have any noting. money anyway 
Because yeah. you spend it on you this spend garbage. spend it on ra- dead no, rattlesnakes. No, that's yeah, worth so, money. That was a gift. So what I'm, so what I'm hearing is you, you got a lot of Christmas. stuff. You feel very enthusiastic about it, but it's enough that you can't walk freely through your home. <laughs> yes, and I it's very hard to house. let go of the stuff. And it's causing problems with other people, and it's causing some, some financial issues. That seems to it's check all the boxes. It's because my coworkers are jerks. Uh, okay. Hey, uh, David Tolan, great, greatly appreciate your time. We'll have to have you back in the future when we uh, find other things about Jake that we need to uh, intervene on. Anytime, and Jake, good luck. It's K-Rock. We are Clown Alley Show. We did officially just diagnose Jake as a hoarder, and a lot of people on the text line are saying, wait a minute, I think I'm a hoarder, or I live with a hoarder as well. Mm-hmm. But no one hoards worse things than Jake the Nerd. Let's all agree. 626 said, I work for a storage company, and some hoarder guy filled one of our units uh, units with uniquely shaped rocks and spent almost $10,000 to keep the rocks at our warehouse. Yep. So they... I think Jake is on his way to something oh, yeah. like that if he doesn't make a change now. I want to get one of those rocks. Starts with pebbles, ends up with boulders. <laughs> I mean, that's not what you should yeah, take from that story. Guys, the big news today in the world of NFL football and live music is they have announced who will be singing the national anthem at the Super Bowl. And Reba it is McIntyre. Reba. And, and this is so frustrating because like, we had a conversation earlier this week about how I am just not on board with anything country and everyone's making the claim around here that you got to have at least one country song that you like. At least one. I don't think you have to. I think everyone just does. I think even people who never had a country phase, who don't even like country music, there's one song that will get them going. Everyone has brought in one song that they feel will officially turn me into a fan of country. And I say or that it can just be your one song, Klein. It, and I, I tell you over and over again, this ain't happening. Like, I, I'm not opposed to it, but whenever I hear, and, and, and I should like country in the sense of, I like the songs that are a lot about drinking and making steaks. And, and just the open road. Being like a man and all that stuff and having a failed marriage. Having I under- barbecue sauce on your blue jeans. Yeah, like I get all that. Like they're speaking my language, kind of. <laughs> but I would I would receive that message so much better in any other genre form. In hip-hop, I'd receive it better. Is it the Trance. instruments? Like the... It's whatever that noise. It? Yeah, it's that twangy stuff. I just don't. It's that noise that whatever that thing that Vanessa was telling me to listen to earlier that just <laughs> sent me this thing. Uh, hold on, let me see. Is this the one? We've all got ours. Yeah, for this, you, but so a lot of the newer through. stuff isn't like that. Yeah, it's true. Well, all right, well, I'll, and then you got some some's like remember Old Town Road was with Lil Nas X. That was kind of like yeah. a country mashup. This this one. Uh, I'm telling you. Out. I'm out. So out. <laughs> don't want to hear it ever again. And I don't even know what happens with that. And I get it. That P- I know it's the most popular. I think it's the most popular type of music in the world or something. It's country. It is? It, I think I just so. Fa- I just remembered about this one. What do you think about this song? Fancy like Applebee's yes. You know what it, it sounds like to me? It's, it's the, what you ate yesterday. I'm going to tell you what yeah. it sounds like. It sounds like a great diet plan. <laughs> <laughs> is what it sounds like. It's my, it's my 2024 cleanse. Isn't this in an Applebee's commercial? It's that, that, uh, it might be, yeah. That sounds to me like a bunch of hillbillies at a karaoke night trying to do a cover of like a Run DMC song. Is mm. a, I don't huh. get it. I don't like when people try to countrify things. I, I, right, right. I don't even like country fried steak. And I, li- and I like steak well, in general. Well, yeah, I, I can understand that. But do you like when, say, a pop artist or a rock artist will cover a country song? Mm, like if it's no. trans... Oh. I don't think I like that either. Okay. Hold on, let me go through these. So this, what was Vanessa... This, Vanessa, this, what was that this, song This is uh, Keith Urban. Oh. I'm telling you, you don't need that guy. It's so black and white, he's stealing your thunder, baby blue. <laughs> 
that's it for me. <laughs> Goodbye. I love I, I, picturing what? Vanessa singing this loud in her car on the way home, it, thinking she's doing a country what accent. Is, Vanessa, what does that make you feel? Does that make you feel like uh, sad or happy or what? Uh, it does. It's a sad song, but it doesn't make me feel sad. It makes me feel like, oh, I guess I'm in my feels. I'm closing my eyes. I'm singing my little heart out. Aww. Hold on. Someone brought this one in for me. This is a segment called Klein Likes Country. But I don't, but you're trying to make me like country. And here's the song from, uh, who is this? Uh, you, you Can Have the Crown. I picked that one. Oh, God. <laughs> well, I, good. I don't think this is the one that's going to turn you, but... I'm out now. I'm I out love now. If I walk into a bar and that's playing, I immediately walk right out. <laughs> I, I, I don't even. You I don't even get it. Your ass boy. I picture Jake dancing to this in a bar, drunk with his dog. Jake, I want. You really like this one? I love Sturgill. Sing They call you King Turd? What is this called? That's a perfect song for you. You are King Turd. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Jake's son. Jake's like, wow. right, hold on. This one is uh, Johnny says this is the one. Now, Johnny's young and cool, and he says this is the coolest country song on the wor in the world. The first mention is Chevy, I'm out. And I'll tell you, this guy didn't even take four seconds he's into Chevy already. Yeah, it's uh, all Chevys and Fords. I, I, and... I just have no, I have no tolerance for this. This is like the flyover state anthem. Doesn't that want to make you like walk through Walmart in like sandals no. and like, <laughs> no. like beat somebody up or something? No. I mean, kind of. I'm with him. It does, bro. <laughs> it does not. Allie likes it because she's is a Walmart eight. I get to flip flops and beat someone up. Jake, do you really like? I mean, Johnny, you really like that song, or you just thought I would like it? No, I hate country with a passion. Yeah. Oh, you I mean, do too. Like, okay, good. But you like this song as a joke. It is a good meme song. It's very comical. Yeah, uh, because the okay. lyrics are ridiculous. But, but, but once again, we're not going for funny here. I didn't think we we're going for funny. You guys are trying to. I can't find the one. Here. You, oh, here's. Hold on. Which one did Allie? Mine bring? is a great country song. I, I gotta find this it. is a song that I put on every time I start getting that buzz. When my buzz kicks in, this is a song I put on, and I do my little two-step, and I mind having a tiny hat, and I go up and down, up and down. Right, this Bang. is one, one Allie brought it. No. <laughs> also a good song, though. This is not country, but I like this That's one. That's Tattoo. Uh, yeah. I'm a lesbian, I'm a lesbian, I'm a lesbian. That one I like. I, I can get behind that. I like the message there. Hey, Brandy Carlisle, great country lesbian. I got to find yours, Allie. I can't find it here. I'll I think play I, it. I, I think I put it in the trash. It's I, not in the trash. I, I see it right here. What's it called? I've got it right here. Just Hold let on. me play This is it. the one Allie thinks I'm going to like. Working likes this. Yes, they do. This song is a classic. I know you can't say bad things about Dolly Parton or you, you go can. to hell. But she's not, amazing. She's got a good rack and all, but I, this... <laughs> this <laughs> That's yeah. weird. Yeah. <laughs> you think an 80-year-old woman yeah, well, she's still had it got forever. Sure I mean, when she performed at that Cowboys game, I forget what David. it was, like Thanksgiving weekend. I mean, she's all a right, hit. All right, Everyone whatever. loves her. I get it. She's like a, at this point, she's like a cartoon, I think. David? <laughs> yeah. Hey, what's up? Hey, how you doing? Yo, what are you calling for? 
You got to check out Jelly Roll. I'm sitting across from her. I'm checking it <laughs> out right now. Checking her out every day. I see her. Jelly Roll. Uh, I'm a lesbian. Who's this? Ed? What's up? Hey, you got to check out Tennessee Whiskey. Uh, nope. <laughs> nope. Yeah, a lot I of people want, like that. I don't like Chris Stapleton. Uh, yes, Chris Stapleton. Omar, I just yeah. announced for that New Orleans Jazz Festival. With this, rolling, with is, this is what Omar said I should like. And I fell in. That's uh, Johnny Cash. I don't Another, I don't, another yeah. classic. All right, I'll accept that. Fine, Omar. We brought you That's Dolly Parton and Johnny Cash. Oh, Johnny Cash. Are- Johnny Cash I consider... Johnny Cash I consider cool. He's not even really country. But... Dude, uh, what are you talking just because about? Johnny Cash is a famous country singer, does that mean you actually like this song? This I like. Really? Yeah, this I think I like. Like, you would you dance to it or bop to it? If Johnny Cash had the rack of Dolly Parton, ah! we'd be on the show. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's find out what's going on in the world together with your ADD News and get you on a standby boarding list so you can travel to Paris, see Sum 41, that very band. Sum 41, tickets go on sale for their Southern California show happening October 3rd, YouTube Theater at 10 a.m. this morning. We'll get you some tickets in about five minutes and... Then uh, the band will be joining us later this hour, or coming up uh, next hour here on K-Rock. Uh, people are all heated about this country thing. We don't have time to get into it now, but Randy, I'll let you have the final word on this. Randy? And then, and then we've what gotta, you got to we got to move on. What's up, Randy? Yeah, the only cool country song is the one where the dude says, I want a house with a bathroom big enough to play baseball. In- now, that's Nickelback. <laughs> uh, uh, this is, if that's the best <laughs> argument you can make, then I think I win this round. I want a okay. bathroom big enough to all right, play It's all just so stupid. Which, again, though, you make a good point, Klein. You would love that. Uh, in, th- in real life, I would love playing baseball in a bathroom. I absolutely would. It's the one thing that I think would bring Omar on board with the whole uh, baseball thing, because yeah. he's not a fan. Let's get to your news, though, and then we'll give away some tickets. Grab your Adderall. It's time for ADD News. Oh, wait. You mean this isn't a true crime podcast? I'm out. All right, so the Super Bowl is less than a month away at this point. Of course, we don't know the teams that are playing, but we will know that in a couple of weeks. We do know that it will be in Vegas at the new Allegiant Stadium. It's a beautiful stadium. should be really good. We know that Usher will perform the halftime show, and here are a few more things we know. We already talked about Grammy winner Reba McIntyre singing the national anthem. Post Malone will be performing America the Beautiful. Andre Day will sing Lift Every Voice. We also know that Rob Gronkowski will be hosting a Super Bowl Gronk Beach Party in Vegas just ahead of the Super Bowl. And that Tom Brady will do a Super Bowl commercial for Bet MGM with Vince Vaughn and Wayne Gretzky. And I, I don't know if they did this last year, but they're starting to release teaser trailers for the commercials. Yeah, like there was like a 10 to 15 second teaser for right. the commercial that's yeah, like, hey, I'm Vince Vaughn, and we're going to be doing a commercial at the Last, like, last at the year, Super Bowl. there was that commercial where the celebrities were stuck inside the refrigerator. I think, I don't even know if it was for mayonnaise, maybe, oh, or something. Oh, yeah, but that they, one was terrible. They started doing this teasers, like, right around now. They're like, why is... You know, yeah, why, why is like Jason Mraz or whatever. why is Jason Momoa stuck in a refrigerator? Yeah. Find out Super Bowl Sunday. <laughs> you know, like all right, it's for man. Like, I understand. Jason there were Mraz trailers. is that what you said? I Jason Mraz. <laughs> oh, I don't think there's a lot of demand for Jason Mraz in a Super Bowl commercial. My A-listers <laughs> are different than yours. Jeez, so I learn this every week. Allie's Mount Rushmore of celebrity right now includes Joshua Jackson and Jason Mraz. <laughs> Yeah, and the kid from Boy, Boy Meets World. Too. Oh yeah, right. Ryder Strong. And the kid from Boy Meets World. Boy Meets World. And I think also kid from Kid and Play because she tells that story. Oh repeatedly. yeah. I gave him a lift ride. Those are her it four. Was one of my first passengers. In your world, are those the four biggest celebrities that's on the planet? Them. Yep, that's <laughs> oh, my Mount Rushmore. 
Wow. Your A-list hits a little different. No, but like when they had trailers, it was the trailers themselves were short. It was like a minute, minute and a half, and it really didn't reveal that much about the movie you're going to see. Then the trailers got so long and so big that it was like two and a half, three minutes. By the end of the trailer, you know most of what happened in the movie. Sure. Then they're like, well, the trailer's too meaty. We can't just release a trailer, so let's release a teaser for the trailer. Now they're like, we have a commercial that's 30 seconds, but we can't give the whole commercial away. Let's release a teaser for it. Like, I'm done being teased. One of my best ideas ever is a movie theater that just shows trailers. Yeah. No movie. But an hour, two hours of trailers, and you get to eat the popcorn. You get like 20 movies in one. Yeah, you get all, because some of those trailers are, you're absolutely right, they're, every trailer's great. Well, Not sometimes every like two great. minutes in, I'm like, okay, stop, stop. I, I can't watch more of this trailer because I want to watch the movie. And I, I don't want to know everything that happens. For the way my brain works, that's all I need. I could enjoy that. Yeah. I, could say I would pay it, buy, buy a ticket to sit there and watch three hours of trailers. <laughs> I would. That's sad. All right. By now, statistics say that you have given up on your New Year's resolution. In fact, 25% of people give up after the first week of their resolution. But now, here are some tips being released by professionals on how to get back on track with your New Year's resolution. The main tip is, if you're failing, it's not you that's a failure. It's your resolution that's a failure. False. If you can't keep your resolution, you didn't pick a good one in the first place, and the resolution itself sucks. This is the problem with babying society, is that the, you failed. Your resolution no, didn't fail. You... I didn't go to the gym, Allie. I ate, I ate three pizzas. <laughs> okay, that's on me. I get it. I know it. Yeah, but the point that these experts are making is that it's not. You're not a failure. It's the fact that you chose an unrealistic resolution yeah, that you never wanted to course. do in the first place. You're, and that is so true. So if we're going to get back on track, the experts are saying do a complete reset and pick a completely new resolution. Great. But have it be like an anti-resolution. Like, okay, eat, more pizza. eat one pizza a day. All right. Well, that's versus something. three pizzas a day. I can go day, with that. And that's something that's going to help you. But then, then what's the idea? It's like if you go to the gym and you're not sore the next day, you didn't really work out. So I can go no, to the gym. No, that's not true. But it is true. No. Well, listen, I've gone to the gym. No one notices me. I'm still putting on weight, and it's not muscle. Because you're going once every three months. I wish that often. <laughs> Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allow 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... You deserve this ice-cold reward. Modelo, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. This is the world. 
famous K-Rock. On a Friday morning, final hour of the show. It's going to be a good one for you and yours. Some 41 joins us. And let's give away some tickets right now to see them, not only right here in Southern California, but potentially again in Paris, France. Or as someone said earlier this week, Wee Wee Bitches or something. What did that guy say? Wee Wee Bitch, yeah. Wee Wee, wee Bitch. Wee Wee Baby. Oh, Wee Wee Baby. Oh, that's right. Thank you. Yes. That's the audio sniper for you. I'm Klein. There's Ali. You got Jake the Nerd back there, the Sir. hoarder. Postmaster Johnny taking them calls. Vanessa will be picking some football games this hour. And uh, the actual audio sniper known as DJ Omar Khan. Hey, hey. He is holding his end of the bargain up by not touching himself. Wow. And that... Out of context, that's real creepy. Yeah, if you don't know what we're talking about, then you'll have to dig deep into this show, listen to some old podcasts. You'll get all caught up. This hour, we got a lot to get into. We start by making you a winner. Uh, Let's give you this song, come back and pick up Caller 20 in a moment. And Allie... Yeah? Well, we'll save it. We'll leave that as a surprise. Oh. Another surprise. Another? Jason Moranis is stopping by. <laughs> Stop it. Okay, Shut up. You ready to pick some football winners, Vanessa? I know you are. Let's do it. All right. Before we do that, let's make someone on the phone a winner. And then we'll let you know what you should be gambling on this weekend. If you're keeping track in this playoff wild, super wild car weekend that was last weekend, I got four out of six games predicted correctly. It was really good. Big upsets. It actually pulled you ahead of Vanessa finally on the final tally. Because it all comes down to the end of the season. And if I somehow do worse than Vanessa, I don't know what you guys are going to do to me, but it will be humiliating and I don't have the ability to veto. Hey, uh, Nicole in Orange County, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Uh, Doing great. You're doing way better, though, because your name is being added to a standby boarding list to travel to Paris, France. And you're going to see some 41 right here at YouTube Theater on October 3rd with our friends, the Interrupters. You've got tickets to that show. Those don't even go on sale for another hour, but you will get them right now, okay? Oh, my God. Thank you guys so much. You made my day. Thank you, Nicole. Appreciate you. Hold on one second. And uh, if you want to stick around, some 41 will be joining us later this morning. So you can actually hear from Derek, and I'll let him know how happy you are that you'll get to see them here and potentially again in Paris. All right. Uh, Allie, mm-hmm. you're a Niners fan. I know that. Yeah, you know it. I right. didn't wear my jacket today, though. I really wanted to. Because you have that mush power. In fact, yeah, we never, I don't even really want to talk about it. To we honest. never even talked about the mush power that Allie has. But if you remember about two weeks ago, Allie said the band that she thinks was going to break up this year is Sublime. And two days later, <laughs> they were put on the Coachella lineup. <laughs> and which, they officially announced that... Bradley Noel's yeah, son is going to be, be singing. Guy. So not only did Allie's reverse mush work, she mushed them right up there to the top of the Coachella lineup. It's unbelievable. I can mush people into success or failure. So she's saying nothing about her love of the team, but let's get to the picks. Four games, eight teams remain. Two of them will make it to the Super Bowl. This is a very exciting weekend of football. <sighs> very Games on Saturday and Sunday. Vanessa knows nothing at all, but that doesn't mean she can't pick winners. So here we go. I've also lost a lot of money gambling, but I should know more than she does. Uh, we start with the her favorite team, Allie, the Texans, because she likes the accent. Texans, right, Vanessa? The Texans. And the... <laughs> she's been working I on that. So the Baltimore Ravens, <laughs> some argue... Did you do Baltimore? Uh, where's Baltimore? <laughs> <laughs> you don't know where Baltimore is? It sounds like a East City. 
Northeast. Sounds like it's like like East City. Not far from where you are Uh, from, right? Baltimore is my old stomping grounds. But okay, whatever. She doesn't know. I know you're from Cuba. You don't know where I'm from? Yep, you're right. I don't know where you're from because I'm from Cuba. (laughs) Go to game number one. Texans, Ravens. Who do you got? Honestly, I'm going to go with the Ravens this time because you already know the bird. (laughs) Excuse me, what? I'm going to go with the Ravens because of the bird. Because you like the bird and it looks mean? Yeah. Yeah. Damn, I really thought she was going Texans. Yeah. No, Texans dude, looks, this is how I do things. Texans and I said, look, doesn't look, look pretty. They look well, so what does good. it sound like? The Texans looked so good last week that I was like, hmm, but the Ravens, I think, are the best team playing right now. Yeah, they are really good. I but I almost want to, all right, I'm taking the Ravens as well in that one. Oh, Maybe. you pussy. I mean, I already have my picks. I'm not changing them because of what she says. Let's go to... Uh, Bucks-Lions, two teams that a lot of people didn't think would be here at this point. Lions got a lot of good will heading in their general direction. The and Buccaneers then, did look very good against the Cowboys last weekend. Yeah. But that could have just been because the Cowboys' defense looked horrible. Baker Mayfield, am I right, Vanessa? You're right, Sonny. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Vanessa, who do you think in this one? The Detroit Lions, <laughs> the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I'm going to go with the Lions because what I learned on Monday is that they're the underdogs and they just won. So they probably have all this energy and they're like, yes, one more, one more. So Lions. You know, I, I personally. <laughs> and it's a lot more than one more, but still. Everything she said, I agree with. And I think that they are the sweetheart team that most people are just rooting for because, you know, Detroit, whatever. Of course. Unfortunately. The people you think don't, they're going to lose? Yeah, they're wow. gonna, yeah, at home. The yeah, Bucks are going to win this one. And I don't really like the Bucks either, but whatever. We go to game number three. Packers. Niners. Oof. Vanessa. Of course. Always and forever. 49ers. Mm-hmm. SF. Vanessa knows. I do. Are you going to pick the Packers? I don't know. I think Jordan <laughs> loves a better quarterback than uh, Brock Purdy. What? He, I think he is. Brock Purdy's way more consistent than Jordan Love. Not, not, last, not the last six weeks, Allie. I don't know. He's been fine. Niners They've are a good team. I think everyone's expecting the Niners are going to easily roll through this one. I think the Packers are going to put up a fight. I hate to say it. I, I, the Niners are going to win the game, I think. But I could Oh, my see. God. Choose. I said the Niners. Oh, she wants us to wrap it up because we're oh, right. No, no, That's I just, why. I wrap it up, brother. Wrap Let's <laughs> let everyone say why don't you say out loud what you say in my ear all show long Vanessa why don't you let people hear it I just say rap I don't say it how you say it yeah, you, trust me it's unbelievable she's making me seem like I'm crazy you are in my ear all show long every hour alley when we're running late which we are right now too wrap it up your mother rapper F your family F your kids and your fish wrap it up like that F your fish I hear it all Final game, and the one that is always good. Three years running, this is always the best game of the season, I think. You got the Chiefs, and you got the Bills. I've got my pick. I feel good about it. Who do you have? I have my pick, and I feel good about it. The Bills. I'm going to go, not the Chiefs, the Bills. Who's that? Nicole That's yelling? Nicole, Nicole, Nicole Alvarez, Alvarez yelling in the background. Uh, you got you got the Bills winning at home. I hope the Bills win, but it's good. it's going to be the Chiefs. I'm picking Bills winning. Okay. All right. I would really All right. hope it's the Bills. I do too, but you one. know what happens? This thing, this 
This, they love this Taylor Swift storyline. They love it's all. Well, the and there's these two teams stupid, have had so many controversial matchups. Brittany too. Mahomes, they want to show that dumb brother dancing more. <laughs> stupid Jackson. All right, there you go. There's your picks. All right, take a break. We'll be right back. Anything else you'd like to say, Vanessa? You feel like that's good? I, Let's I'm, go! I'd like to stall. She's saying that because she wants you to go to break. Yeah, wait, not until you threaten my family. I never threaten your family. Let's go! Okay, Rock Line Alley Show. About 20 minutes. Give or take, uh, some 41 will join us to uh, let everyone know that they are on a farewell tour. And those tickets go on sale in about 30 minutes. So they'll be on just before the big on sale. Any questions you got, some 41, get them to us. Text line. You can uh, call us in, whatever, 800-520-1067. So many people still, hundreds of people convincing me, please, this weekend, Klein, find some time. Listen to this one country song. The song Parachute, It'll Fire Away, Savior's song. Album. A few people did Wheeler mention Walker Jr. a song that I forgot was in the country genre, but I will admit, and I don't want to be one of these guys like, I just don't like it. You know, there's old like people that are setting my my ways, and that's how it's going to be, and I'll it's never eat sushi. It's not music. But there is a country song I forgot that I'm a huge fan of. And this was uh, sent in by a listener of the show. Look at the rack on that guy. <laughs> One, It's about two, Jake's breasts. Oh, I love yeah. it. At the K-Rock station in L.A. City, you can meet the nerd boy with the dill old bitties. He's <laughs> round and plump and awkwardly pretty. He's got world-famous man boobs. Yeehaw! The first time you see him, it. it can be quite a shocker. Pulls his dog to the side to show his double dill knockers. It's weird seeing such a nice pair of milk frothers hanging there on a dude. <laughs> He's got man milk killed dangles Bigger than Allie's tankles And they're nicer than Allie's Cause Allie's got wonky boobs And a wonky leg And a wonky tattoo Since we're on the topic her face kind of wonky too She doesn't wash her hands after she takes poo so She has poo fingers She doesn't know how to ride a bike And her wife cheats on her all the time So Drop on by if you're in LA City You can meet Jake the Nerd and his dill old biddies They're uncomfortably nice and make Klein real giddy Woo. For double dill man boo It's a great country It's maybe the greatest country song ever recorded Man, I, I would listen to that I all day I would love day. for you to hear that on stage somewhere I would At some festival I, listen, I, I, I will learn line dancing just for that wow, song really? that, I'm serious Oh, God bless you for thinking you could dance in a line Uh, well <laughs> I thought that's where you just do a bunch of blow and then dance. Is that not line dancing? Am I saying it right? I think that's the L.A. line dancing. Tell me if you agree or disagree with this, because as they we talked about single people earlier, but now let's flip the script on married people. That they claim, and this is women, so you're, you can defend women everywhere. Married? 50% oh. of all married women have a backup husband in mind in case things... And I'm not talking right, about... Or like, a backup partner. A backup yeah. partner. But they, they, like, and this is not like a, a fantasy thing where it's like, mm, like when I'm like, oh, Emily Rogerskowski, you know, I'm, I'm talking like a friend or a family friend or another couple they're friends with where they're like, you know what? If things go south with this one and that one, you know, whatever, you, we could make it happen. And people half have like a name on the ready. Is that crazy? Oh, They've, I know Katie's backup. It's Maddie Mulry. Who's that, Jason Mraz's friend? That, no, no, a guy that she <laughs> went to school with that her parents really wanted her to date and be with. And she had a crush on him, and I think they were interested in each other, but then they ended up getting older and, and you know, parting ways, and then now she's a lesbian and she's with me. But I think that She that, already said if you die, she's going to a guy next. Yes, because she said there's no possible way she could love anyone as much as yeah, me. Yeah, but you're so believing she would, that, but that's crazy. She, no, it is true. And then she would go <laughs> yeah, with right. some guy who she doesn't really have that much of an emotional connection to, but that would just kind of give her what she needed. 
in life. And so Maddie Mulry fills that void of like, oh, well, this is, if I was going to have the quote, straight, perfect lifestyle, this is the guy that I would marry. So that would be the backup. I think that guy's married and has kids now, but still. If you have a backup, you should just keep that to yourself, though. I don't think you want to publicize that. Oh, no, Katie feels the need to tell me about all of it. Wouldn't most people, look, if I were to go home to my wife today after the show and be like, just so you know, a thing that's ever happened to you, (laughs) you know, our friend, like uh, whoever, you know, your friend Paige, she's my, I'm going to marry her. (laughs) Totally, it would be Paige. She's the best. She's hot. She is hot. (laughs) (laughs) I think she's married now. Well, it doesn't matter these days. She's got some single friends, though. I'll keep an eye on them. I got to update the list of my wallet. She doesn't know why I keep a list of her friends in my wallet, but oh one of the many reasons she loves me. I think it uh, makes sense to have a backup, though I don't have one. Yeah, but what are the odds that actually plays out? You're just setting yourself up for more disappointment. Well, you should have a short list. That's right. It's K-Rock. K-Rock, Klein Alley Show. I can't believe it, Allie. We got to wrap it up. We got to wrap it up. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. You wrap it up. Yeah, it is time to wrap it up. But we do have more show coming up because we have Derek from Sum 41 joining us to talk about the on sale of their farewell show right here in Los Angeles. And more importantly, it's like, uh, you know, you think about it, it's been, been a band pretty much my entire, it feels like Sum 41's been a band as long as I've been a fan of music, right? And then uh, they're, they're saying at a weird time, they're just like, nope, that, I'm done. He said. Uh, Which like, is making people hungrier than ever for yes. them. And then what are they going to do with that hunger? Is it going to change their minds? We'll get That's you. What I we'll know. get you tickets to their shows every hour, as we've been doing all week long, and then get you on a standby boarding list. So hopefully you can go to that show that is very sold out in Paris, France. Not their final show, but for some reason that they sold that thing out real quick. So we'll get you in there as well. Uh, so after we take this quick break, we will return with some forty-one and a little bonus. Who knew you get a bonus show on Wednesday with the Showtime podcast, and then you get a little bonus chat with some forty-one, which we'll do right before Nicole gets in here for forty minutes nonstop. K Rock, uh, but first let's do some takeaways from today's show and get the hell out of here. What do we got? Eight one eight. My takeaway is Omar one nine year old little girl zero. Yeah, Omar's undefeated when it comes to beating children. <laughs> <laughs> 818, my takeaway is whenever Mother Nature calls, search for the nearest fish grill or Barnes & Noble. Fish grill particularly is what Johnny says. If you got to go number two, fish grill is your place. 310, my takeaway is Klein gets serious headphone rage. Mm, it's the... Okay, I don't want to get started on the headphones. 626, my takeaway is coffee made in Ireland is what makes coffee Irish. Yeah, or the coffee maker was from Ireland. Or the barista was Irish. Yeah, or the coffee is made in Irish, which he said also. Yeah. Um, and then finally, 909, my takeaway is Paige sounds amazing. Yeah, you got to meet this Paige. Let me tell you, you will not be disappointed. Also, 213, this is Paige. There's no chance in hell. Okay, well, it's possible. She does listen. Thank you. Thanks for texting. I was well Does she know we're talking about it? Probably not. Now she will. Thanks a lot. Uh, Your takeaway from today's show, Jake the Nerd, who we found out is officially a hoarder on the the program. Yeah, congrats, man. Not a hoarder. What's your takeaway? That's your takeaway? I can't hear you over the coffee maker. You can't take anything away because you'll cry. He can't hear uh, me over the coffee maker. He's making a joke. You know, it's funny. Someone, Allie, play this thing. Allie was all excited. Everyone's making fun of my loud coffee maker I brought in. Listen to this now. Yeah, this is going to be my takeaway. The best part of waking up is... It's great. Okay, great. Thank you. It's a blessing. You guys are very funny. Oh, everyone's so funny around here. Huh? Thank you. Uh, do Omar, you got a takeaway? Uh, my takeaway is that Johnny's our Forky. Yeah, Johnny oh, yeah. is our Forky. All right, have a great... I love you, Forky. Uh, Russia, we'll be right back. Quick break. Back in a moment. Uh, we'll be joined by some 41 after uh, this on K-Rock. Hell yeah. K-R-O-Q, some 41. 
I got like strangely emotional lis- uh, listening to that just now because uh, Derek is on our phone right now and tickets are going <laughs> to go on sale in about 12 minutes for potentially your last chance to see this band live in Southern California coming up October 3rd at YouTube Theater. And Derek, uh, are you getting weirdly emotional? Are you like a kind of sentimental guy or are you just enjoying this ride? Uh, I'm enjoying it, but it was kind of sentimental hearing the song there because I don't think I've sat through all three and a half minutes of listening to the album track in like 15 years. Mm. <laughs> it was interesting to hear it. Uh, but yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's exciting and it's, um, I, you know, you kind of forget that it's coming to an end because there's so much still, like it's a whole year, there's so much planning, there's so much work going into this tour and we're actually really excited about the tour. So there's a lot of focus and a lot of energy and we're excited. And then it's like, oh yeah, then it's going to end one day. I think that's what it's going to be emotional. Cause it's all of a sudden going to be over. Well, and you've got a new album. In addition to the tour, you have a new album coming out, I believe, in March. So double, if, it's a double album. Yeah, yeah too. so it's a so yeah. you've got that and the tour. And say a year from now, all of that just feels so good. The new album is getting such a great reception. Is there any grain in your mind that's like, hey, you know what? Maybe we continue this <laughs> and maybe don't break up after all. I mean, it definitely makes it tough. You know, like. Um, when stuff like shows are selling out, like our Toronto show, Toronto show sold out instantly. We added it a second date at the arena in Toronto and there's other dates that are selling out around the U S and or apparently we're playing a stadium in Paris and that sold out a year in advance. So like these things are like, huh? Right. Well, well, 35,000 uh, <laughs> tickets at Europe's largest indoor venue, the Paris show, which we're sending a listener to love chances to qualify every hour. So there'll be exactly. at least one LA K rock fan there in that crowd of 35,000, but that thing sold out like that a year in advance. And now, and I'm sure the merch is doing bananas and gangbusters and everyone's all like, it, it, Ali's right. Could you put a percentage on the idea that after this year you go, hold on. I, maybe I don't want to do anything else. And I've heard you talk, and you've been very candid about it, that your whole life, you don't remember any life that was not this band, and you spend time on it yeah. every day. And I get all yep. that, wanting to do something different. If I had any other skill or talent in the world, I wouldn't be here, trust me. But he me. has none. He has I no got choice. Nothing. I've looked. You are a talented man. I may not man. have anything either. Yeah, I may I not have it. anything either, but I'll never know, you know, unless I try. Well, wh- so have, that's sort of where I'm at. Have you, you know? thought about... You know, uh, maybe a side hustle, maybe joining OnlyFans. Have you and the guys maybe discussed what the plan B is? Like, what have you always wanted to do that you're going to take time to do? No. In all serious, <laughs> no. Like, um, I, for me personally, I need to just kind of get rid of everything. I need to start from scratch, and I need to feel that fear or that, that fire or that, like, urgency of, like, holy, okay, now I have to do something. You know, yeah. like, I I need to have that fire behind me to to have to prove myself, you know, and I have to get rid of everything before I can start to dive into that. Well, like Seth Rogen, he was like, all I do is make movies, so he decided to start doing pottery, and now the guy's like pretty good at making ceramics, and he's making he like yeah, he's doing like bongs and stuff like that. <laughs> oh, uh, why don't you make bongs, Derek? Yeah, no, I mean, there's a mil- there's a million <laughs> things you could look into doing that would be, but you don't know what it'll be, and that's the part that's kind of interesting, I and I guess that's the part that's exhilarating for you, right? It is. Yeah, yeah, remove the safety net. You know, everything, it, it gets weird when things start to feel too easy. You know, it's not that it's like everything's just so easy all the time, but it's just like it's a little bit like you kind of know, it's a little bit more predictable, right? You're just like album tour, album tour, album tour. And although the work is difficult and it's fun and recreating is difficult and fun, it's still just kind of the same thing over and over again, working towards the same goal all the time so i just feel like i don't know is there anything else that i have to offer i don't know maybe not but i i, 
I need to try to explore that. Imagine some guy calls to get like his deck resurfaced in a year, and Derek shows up, and he's like, Damn, "Yeah, Derek, I'll be doing your drywall." I love it. And he's like, "I just want to live." Yeah. yeah, you never know. Well, is there anything that the band? Because I think about '96 when kind of some 41 started. You never know when you're a new band. It's just yep. like lightning in a bottle. Are we going to be around for five years? Are people going to not care about us anymore? And here we are now, like 20 years after the fact, whatever, however long it's been. I can't even keep track. And you're still doing great and selling tickets, and people still get excited about the shows. But is there anything you you feel like the band is not yet accomplished? Like, do you think like, oh, we never did halftime of the Super Bowl, or is there anything you didn't do? Um, I mean, there's things we we haven't done. I don't know if it's anything that we're you know so upset by. Uh, yes, yeah, we've never been at that the halftime Super Bowl. But I mean, I, I don't really know anything about football, so. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> You know, I, would I love to do it? Sure, but it's not wasn't really on our list. Uh, there's lots of things I'm sure. Like we've never won a Grammy. I mean, we've been nominated, but we've never won. Um, that would be pretty cool. But you know, you never know. Double album. That's going to be the one. Get yeah, your I know. speech ready. Double your chances. I have a feeling. Now, yeah. for these last shows, any desire? Because I was kind of going down a rabbit hole of some of your guys's older music videos. Any desire to bring back maybe the old frosted tips look? Maybe some of the looks that you've had in the past up on stage for I've these last shows. I've never had frosted tips. Well, that would I mean, be Dave yeah. Brownstone, but um, <laughs> we've joked. He's talked about it as a oh, joke. Oh, really? Oh man, you bring <laughs> Dude, back all the best. And hits. you spike and gel your hair. Like, do it, do it up. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't know if my hair is much different these days, and uh, I don't know if it really takes too different of shape. But sure, I mean, it's just kind of messy. These tickets go on sale for the final L.A. show, which will be October 3rd YouTube Theater. They go on sale in about five minutes, so get them before they're gone. They will be gone. And, of course, you keep listening to K-Rock, you can win some, and uh, you get to go hopefully see them in Paris, France at a show that has been very sold out for a very long time. We're about to play Landmines, which is one of the new singles off the new album, which drops March uh, 29th, and it's a double yeah. album. you got Heaven, you got Hell. So much stuff on an album, a double album, to figure out what you're... I mean, I'm sure you whittled these, even these down, got whittled down from many other songs as well. But then you still said, we got so much good stuff here for two. Uh, Landmines, is this your favorite song? Is this the one that you, the band voted on and said, this is going to be kind of our lead single? It was the first, one of the first songs that I wrote for this album, which I didn't know I was writing an album when I wrote the song. It was just a song that I thought was kind of cool. Uh... And I mean, the double album is not just necessarily like 20 songs that we just think are so good that we had to put so many on. It's like they're really, it's 10 songs aside and they're two different sounding records. The, the heaven side is like old school pop punk, kind of like landmines. And then on the hell side is like our heavier sort of more some Talica side of <laughs> us. So cool. Yeah. I can't wait. I'm excited. Uh, let's uh, let you intro Landmines on K-Rock because uh, we played uh, Sum 41 and K-Rock for the first time in 1996. It may, yeah, I mean, it's been a long relationship now, so uh, we'll give for you sure. the honors, Derek, and congratulations on this farewell tour. I look forward to seeing you at least one more time live if I can't sneak into one of the international shows as well. But please, whatever you'd like to say before we play Landmines. I just thank you for all the years and years of support. Here's your Landmines, Sum 41. The great Derek Woodley on KROQ. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.
After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 